My name is Nina Gilligan and this Manchester tart is great for a brew and a gossip, but too much of it will probably give you heartburn. Hi, I'm Naomi Cooper and I've had to switch to champagne because I always spill the tea. Bonded by their shame, British comedians Nina Gilligan and Naomi Cooper invite you to join The Real Housewives Guilty Secret Fan Club, a podcast that serves as a non-judgmental safe space for all the intelligent, accomplished people out there who just can't stop thinking about Erica's earrings, Luann's singing, and Crystal's ugly leather pants. So grab a glass of rosé and own it as we bring the bunny and mention it all. Hello everyone, I'm Naomi, she is Nina, and we would like to welcome you to the inaugural episode of the Real Housewives Guilty Secret Fan Club, sponsored by Ozempic. So let's get into it. Okay, where do we start? First of all, hi Nina. Hi Naomi. It's really nice to see you for the second time. I know. I feel like saying it's really nice to meet you. Yeah, well it kind of is. <laughs> so, right. So let's start at the beginning. Naomi and I met, we're both comedians, and we met at a gig two weeks ago. Yeah, in Carlisle. In Carlisle. Has anyone been to Carlisle? It's kind of nowhere. It's no man's land. It's it's like where Scotland meets England and he's glued together. Pack a coat, because I went in October and didn't pack a coat. I didn't know it was that close to Scotland. <laughs> Should have done my research. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was a lovely gig. It was a lovely gig, yes. Very nice gig. And I was about to do a fundraiser for something that I won't go into now. And I'd asked Naomi to do some quiz questions to me, for me. And I had chosen... To do my quiz questions on the Real Housewives, and my eyes lit up. They did. I mean, it was a bonding moment. It was the beginning of a long and vacuous friendship. I think, I think. it's going to be. And we didn't talk about anything else. I don't, I don't know if you're married. If you have kids. Where you live. We know nothing about I don't each know. other. I don't know. I've, I, I've, I've less interest in that than what you think about. You know, the Countess's drinking. I know. So, and it was one of those things where we thought, you know what, there's no, there's no podcast about it in Britain, is there? I mean, I follow a little bit online. I follow a lot online. But there's no specific podcast that I follow about the Real Housewives franchise and the Bravovers. Not in Britain. Not in Britain. And it's getting very big in Britain. And, but what I... It's still a guilty secret. People don't like to admit it. They don't like to admit it. And if you dig deep enough in the psyche, it comes tumbling out. It's all out. there. And I, I think there's this, there definitely is guilt attached. Oh, yeah. It's a shameful secret. It's one of those things that I literally, I go to bed with a brew and I prop my phone up on my bedside table and I watch it and I'm just like, don't disturb me. I'm not going to lie, Nina. That sounds really tragic. <laughs> Put it on me, the telly. It's me time. <laughs> I understand that. My boyfriend plays a lot of computer games and that's absolutely fine with me because that's I'm in the other room with real I've watched every franchise. Like I'm telling you, I've watched I've watched Cape Town. Does I don't you've, know if you've any gone of, to Cape Town, wow. Okay. I've gone to Cape Town. I don't even yeah. think that's part of Bravo. I think it's one they did themselves independently. But I think now I can have claimed to watch every episode of every franchise globally. Oh my God. I know, it's an addiction. It is, an, it's very addictive. And I like that when you meet someone who will admit that they watch it, you have an instant bond. Because when it's a I, shame, I think. I think the first time I realised it's okay to like it is when I heard Emily Maitlis. Emily Maitlis likes the housewives? Emily Maitlis. Oh my God, let's Who get brought on. down the royal family. yeah likes housewives and i've got a massive crush on emily maitlis have you yeah yeah and i can it, see that you know i thought you, i'm actually in good company now yeah fair enough so how did you first come to housewives i first came to it my 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 mum was sick and i was caring for her and i didn't have a lot of, of free time but I, I was on my own a lot so i wanted something on in the background mm. that required no intellectual thought. <laughs> I wanted something that was basically the conversational equivalent of someone rubbing their finger over the top of a wine glass. Yeah. And just like, wah, wah, in the background. Yeah. yeah. And then I saw that Housewives was, was on Netflix. It was new on Netflix. I thought, oh, who in this country is going to watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? Yeah. You know? 
And then like two days later, I was like, Camille is out of order. And <laughs> what is so, going to happen so next? So Beverly Hills was your entry point. That was my entry. I, I started with Beverly Hills and then was just completely addicted, like coasted all the way through to them. Then started on New York, then Orange County. Yeah, New my, York like, was Vanderpump my entry rules. point. See, I had no one to share Scandal with mm. because none of my friends will admit to watching the show. So I made my 84-year-old father watch the Scandal episode of Vanderpump Rules and the reunion. And I have to say, he was... He did was he get dis- into it? He was disgusted, I think largely with me. But yeah, <laughs> he did get quite into it. See, the first time I ever watched it, so I was working in B- B&Q. I know everyone's impressed. And I... It was while I was a comedian, you know, you get those jobs to try and help you. Oh, yeah. On the road yeah. to what is a mediocre career. Mm-hmm. And I I was sat in the canteen and nobody would sit with me because I'd been promoted to run the kids club and I had my own folder. <laughs> so I was being bullied. Just, yeah, I know who you are Fair. if you're listening. And uh, I'd seen it on the telly. You ran the kids club, but you were the one being bullied. Yeah. That's heartbreaking. I know. <laughs> and it's just because I had a folder. I thought it was above my station. So I remember watching it on my own in the canteen on my own table. <laughs> oh, that's really sad. <laughs> but that I, I think a lot of people watch it out of, because in a weird way, they become your little mates. They do. I've gone to bed at night when I've like, and then I'd started there and then I'd gone on. I had a period of illness. I wonder if that, like it's yeah. quite a common thing because there is so many episodes. Yeah, like, I mean, binge wise, the, yeah. there's there's hundreds of episodes. You can't run out. No. Well, it turns out. And then you, can. you need you need to like watch a couple, like some of them twice because you haven't been listening. No, <laughs> no. And so I I'd got into it when I was a bit poorly, and it took it took a while, but then. I started thinking about them at night just before I dropped off, <laughs> like worrying about them. Yeah. Like they did enter my mind in a way that that, that, that I'm like one of those mad people that writes the Coronation Street stars. I was entering that territory. Yeah, I understand. Like I knew them. I don't, when Dorit got them. burgled, I was like, oh, I should send her something. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I don't know her. <laughs> It'll probably make her more uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So I've had to, I've had to, you know, have a word with myself. Yeah. Having said that, I like when I, when we met, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Somebody else. And I'm I'm finding it more and more now that people are kind of like, oh, yeah, I've seen a few episodes, and then if you really five minutes, you can crack them like an egg, and they yeah. they admit to loving it all. Bethany Frankel's gone rogue. She has gone rogue. What are we gonna do? You know, and I, somebody should call her. <laughs> like, if you haven't listened to Bethany Frankel, um, she's Beth, Bethany made. She already had a business called Skinny Girl, and she made a fortune off it when she sold it, didn't she? Yeah. And she's a she's she's like the evil twin of Oprah Winfrey. That's a very good way of putting it. Yeah. And she's made a fortune off her, her thing now, but now she's got a her own podcast. Yeah. Where she talks about how it's actually made and the production values and how how, how reality stars are and being exploited. She wants union representation. She, and they, and I sort of have some I sort of have some sympathy with that idea. I do, but if there's union representation, that's gonna destroy the whole thing. I know. And she This is of, about exploitation for our entertainment. I know. She <laughs> sort of part of me agrees with her and part of me thinks she's spoiling it a bit now. Well, the thing about Bethany is she's quite a sort of problematic figure in a lot of ways, but she was great as a housewife. She was, she was really the best. good fun. She was so, she could be so vicious and always to the right people. Yeah. And she but was when she's so, not a housewife, you're just kind of like, Ugh. She's so incisive. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get to that. We'll get to our top four housewives maybe at yeah. some point of all time. But let's get in because the biggest franchise is back. <gasps> so we decided... <gasps> So the biggest franchise is back. We decided we would throw it. So we're in a podcast studio in London that we've we managed to get into. And we decided we couldn't do a podcast without cover, covering Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. So here we are. It's Let's the OG get into me. it. It's the, it's the best me. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to argue with you on that. I love New York. I love New York too, but like... Beverly Hills is just because Orange there's County. So many car crashes if you don't on. know, Orange County started it. 
It did, yeah. But Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills, Hills, I mean, they are legitimately wealthy. Were you worried about no Rinna? I was concerned about no Rinna. Rinna's gone. Who else have we lost? We've lost somebody else as well, haven't we? No one I can think of. Nobody that mattered. No one I care to remember. But yeah, there's no Rinna. Rinna's gone. Kathy's gone. Kathy's gone, that's it. And Kathy was a hoot. But Kathy's last act was to take down Rinna, which kind of makes her the greatest of all time. Legendary. She's the GOAT. And and um, and now Erica's, I, I just Erica's think, like my friend is gone. Yeah, you whatever, but Erica. You never had a friend. <laughs> She's not capable of emotions, but we'll also get to that. But um, I, Kathy was an absolute star, wasn't she? In her own she was right, great. Because she, I, I love authentic people, and she couldn't be anything but herself. There was no game in no, Kathy. I also, I also felt like she got like flack from. From Kyle for wearing like her her hotel slippers to the airport. I love that. I love that. She could, I love that with all her money, she'd rather be comfy than wear labels. I know, that. and it was like she couldn't be. She was so herself, wasn't she? She doesn't need to impress anyone. There was absolutely no game plan to whatever she did. She was a no. she was a car crash last season. What do we think about Aspen? What do we think happened in Aspen? Because it she clearly she, did lose she her. Lost her shizer, didn't she? <laughs> She, she absolutely did. lost it. I believe 100% she was jumping up and down on a pair of readers yeah. that she bought out of a supermarket. Drinking a Red Bull, if she tried Drinking to say. a Red Bull and saying that she was going to bring the whole franchise down. Yeah. But I don't think they could cope with another episode of Kyle just crying. No. Crying no. Kyle. And, and Rinna pretending to be traumatised by it. Rinna, yeah, Rinna, Rinna saying was it was going to give her cancer. Yeah, Rinna, Rinna was up to something, wasn't she? She was. She went too far. She, she did go too, too far. far. But so no, no, Kathy, no Rinna. But we did see in the trailer the return of Denise. The return of Denise. We're all very excited. We also saw in the trailer that you can get a naked Denise Richards bundle on OnlyFans <laughs> for seven dollars, so. which I was thinking of investing in. We can all. <laughs> Perhaps a night, perhaps a gift for an uncle at Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You know? I love a little Denise. something for the dance. Denise is famous, and she's got a little ragamuffin top knot back. Yeah, yeah. She, love she, it. I love Denise. She just looks like um, everyone that ever bullied me at school. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> she's so funny. I mean, she, she famously shouted "Bravo, Bravo, Bravo." Yeah, which is what I shout now if my when you get overwhelmed. <laughs> If I'm on the Can't tube. find the train at Waterloo. Yeah. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Yeah. <laughs> I think it Fair gets enough. you out of any situation it does, you don't want people, to be in. People will scatter if you I, just start I shouting on, bravo. Yeah, I was on stage last night and honestly, if a joke doesn't land, that's my go-to. <laughs> <laughs> Try and use it. Oh, my God. Um, so, go on then. Where should we start? Well, where do we start? I mean... What, Eagle what? Woman. Eagle Woman. The episode was called... The Eagle Woman Has Landed. She was a bit bonkers. Do you think they cast her? Probably. I think it was a casting. I think it was a choice to have them all sit around in some way and confront each other because it was such a mess. It felt very produced. It felt to me... Sorry, I'm channeling Bethany now. It felt very produced and like, how we, can we get them all to sit down together and recap and make yeah. friends? And and try and make amends and stuff. I used to do a little bit of teaching and that's how, like, if everybody had fallen out, let's just go around let's and hold the spoon. Yeah. And then at the end, we'll the get... The magic spoon. The magic spoon. And at the end, we'll get people to say they're sorry. Do you know what annoyed me, though? Go on. Garcelle didn't have any time for this at all. Garcelle's not really got time for much, though, has no, she? No, I suppose not, but she's making fun of the name. She's rolling her eyes, saying only Dorit. When Dorit got burgled, she gave her a crystal. I'd forgotten so that. So she is, she's spiritual, she's kooky. Like, yeah, don't... didn't she have a giant... And she had a giant crystal in her house and she stuff. She had a giant crystal in the shape of an angel. Christ. There's nothing worse to me than a woman that comes round and gives you a crystal. I'm sorry. It if feels come, judgmental, doesn't it? If you come round to my house and give me a crystal, we're not going to be friends. No, it feels like you're not doing well enough in life on that, your own. That happened to me. Really? Yeah, and I just thought... What you, was the crystal supposed to give you? It, it was one of those rose quartz. I mean, it's the cheap crystal as well, a mm. rose quartz. It's not even a special crystal, is it? No, not really, no. It's like you go into the, one of those shops in the market... You can yeah. get a robes quartz for, what, two quid? Yeah. You're not telling me I'm special. No. You're telling me there's something wrong with my energy. That's no way to start a friendship. 
There's something wrong with me. Well, I've got a surprise for you, Nina. <laughs> <laughs> Big old right. bag of rose this, quartz. Here we go. It's almost like we've been thrown together like real housewives. <laughs> Naomi, who I know nothing about, are you into crystals? No. Thank God. No. We'd have to stop this podcast. I, I could be. If I had money and, you know, needed I, to fix my Exactly. Problems. Like, they've run out of things to spend money on. Like, maybe I would insert a crystal into an orifice. If, if someone gave me a nice crystal and said, this will do you good, I'd probably... My give it a try. What is the weirdest a... spiritual thing you've ever done? Oh God! Oh, I... I've I've had my my cards read, tarot tarot card. That's oh, not that weird. My friend had that re done recently at the weekend in Hebden Bridge, right? Hebden yeah. Bridge, for your knowledge, if you've never heard That's of it, Yorkshire. It's Yorkshire. Well yeah. done. Points. Thank you. <laughs> um, like Hebden Bridge is known as like the alternative. It's a bit like Brighton with with whippets that's so, kind of nice <laughs> but it's where the hippies like started it because we grow a lot of mushrooms and mm. now it's sort of a spiritual sense i don't know why i've moved that i don't like all that it doesn't really. seem like you no it's not really but it's nice in some ways i don't know i've gone on a tangent but basically they have a lot of that kind of stuff and my friend did a tarot reading at the weekend and it was so spot on I was like, I might have to go. I might have to go. But then I, I've had bad experiences. Well, my friend did my cards because she learned how to do it. By that, I mean like probably an online course or something. She how can you be online spiritual? I don't know. You've she's, got she's the one gift, of those people that likes to, She's one of those people that likes to think she's spiritual and low-key and it takes her three hours to put makeup on to go to Tesco. You know, okay. that's what we're talking about here. It's kind of faux spirituality. She did my cards to me and she told me that I was going to die miserable and penniless and never know true love. And then she She's just... She's not your mate. And she just expected that we were going to go out dancing. No. No. Did she go? Of course she did. I, I, I don't talk to her anymore. <laughs> She's I, my runner. <laughs> I went to one of those... Um, what is it? One of those where you go to... It's usually a church hall or a town hall and they come and they channel the dead seance yeah it's a bit yeah a bit seance -y. yeah they do something with the light that makes them look like they've been inhabited by Ooh, okay by a ghost and then she reads people in the audience it's kind of wicked this stuff because there's just so many vulnerable people out there she told me i had nits <laughs> did, did you <laughs> <laughs> i might have done the kids were got it was like they were they were they were rife in that school everyone was riddled but <laughs> That's a universal UK problem, I think. We all had nets. Yeah, well, what is it now? It's bed bugs. I'm not going back on that tube. I'm supposed to go to Paris in a couple of months. I'm not, I don't know. Well, they're here. Yeah. Apparently, they're, they're all over now? the Piccadilly line. Oh, I've just been on the Piccadilly line to get here. <laughs> well, let me tell you, as a spiritual person, you have bed bugs. Okay, um, thanks. So that, that happened. Would you, would you be up for that if you fought with a friend and she said, I think we should get together with a sort of shaman type spiritual person sit in a circle if and... they paid for it i'm kind of up for anything okay i'm up for it if there's a welcome drink yeah <laughs> <laughs> just, the closer we get to an open bar the yeah. more responsive i yeah. am yeah i'd be up for it like i'd be up for it like my friend when she had that um reading at the weekend and it was so accurate i mean yeah. like i know what's been going on in her life and it was so accurate i'm like well next time i'm down there i just also feel like i don't really have the good energy to spare to shut the door on anything yeah if it might help let's just you know yeah i'll put a crystal by my bed i'll i'll jump over the three drains i'll salute a magpie do you Whatever. salute magpies i, I thought that magpies, was i thought yeah. that was just me and i salute magpie and i say good morning mr magpie do you mm, i didn't do even that. if it's a full train of people <laughs> see i do really mm -hmm. like because I, I get do really that. panicked i do that as well and like i've noticed people notice me doing it and i think but they can't see the magpie and i've i've thought do trying other... to sort of play it off as a tick yeah yeah i thought do other people salute magpies well I there you go we, more see, in we common than just more the housewives. in common than we thought so what what happened so there was the sage tea well they brought they, they brought her in first oh, of all and she blitzville oh yeah erica now talking about passive aggression with your mate and mm -hmm. my mate who brought me a crystal. <laughs> Bravo, Con and Sp 
um, Splitsville, I thought that was a very... And women, sorry, women, this is the least feminist thing. But I think women can do a really good line in passive aggressivity. Oh yeah, we can. We're the, we're the best at it. And men I've, are very direct. If a man wants, if a man wants, if a man's annoyed with his friend, he'll just say, "Ben, what the hell is wrong with you?" If a woman is annoyed with her friend, she'll go, "That's a nice sweater." Yeah. With just the right tone. Yeah. And we'll cry. Yeah. There's no point in denying that. Doesn't mean we're not powerful, strong, independent, absolutely people. But you know, what's the most passive aggressive thing you've ever done? That I've ever done. Mm. I used to do that thing where I'd put up quotes when I was mad at people. <laughs> you know, like on Facebook. Did you do Is yeah. that you? Yeah. That, it's not anymore because it's too cringe now. But I, I used to do that and think I was being so clever. Oh, my you know? God. Like, uh, you know, a friend isn't someone who's who picks you up in the light. A friend is... No, a friend isn't someone who celebrates you in the light. A friend is someone who picks you up in the dark. Oh, my God. And I'd be so like, that'll show Sharon. That'll yeah. show Jessica. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And do you think they get it? Like, I've always... I like... think they go, oh, Christ, grow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes they would post them back. I sometimes put fun. jokes... In, well, I have. I've got a particular section in my set that is about a neighbour. Yeah. Who really pissed me off. Sorry, are we swearing on this podcast? So we've not set the ground rules, have we? We'll try not to. We'll try not to. The odd one might slip out. Yeah, apologies. <laughs> So I've got a bit in my set that's about a neighbour that she doesn't know. And that's great. So you've changed the name and everything? No, I've not changed the name. Yeah. A lot of my set is about... Yeah. Me Do off. you think comedians are passive-aggressive? Yes. It's, yeah. the, it's the number one passive-aggressive career, isn't it? You go on stage and talk about 100%. what annoys you. And then go, it's just a joke. It's not just a joke. It's not just a joke. It's cathartic for me every time I say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And an audience of people laugh and I go, mm. I know, I've got quite a lot of stuff about my mum. And my mum found it online. So I've got this joke where I call my mum a milfo, a mother I'd like to fuck off. And she found that online. And I had to play it's just a joke thing. I, I had to do that with I my mum I had to gaslight her I was like, obviously believing. this isn't about you, mum. Everyone knows it's like a persona. It's like, it's not about my mum. It's the mum I've made up for stand-up. And yeah. she was like, oh. And I was like. <sighs> I know. I think I'm so glad that I've been born in the era that my parents don't really do online. Whereas yeah. I just feel for the generation of comics that are up and coming, where I'm like, you've got nowhere to hide, mate. Everything's I'm, online. My dad's in his eighties, but he's very tech savvy, and he's got like he's got loads of Twitter. He's got like thirteen thousand Twitter followers or something. Yeah, and I'm not sure how he does it. And so I can't hide. Yeah. So every time I put something, I have to. I've got a joke, and you and Mum are the punchline, and I just I just fold the paper, pinches <laughs> pinch the bridge of his nose. <laughs> Let's hear it, and then I'll tell him, and he'll go, "It's good. Don't tell your mother." Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. she won't find it. If, if That's funny. What did your dad yeah. do? He was a journalist and uh, editor of magazines and stuff. He's retired now. Obviously. That's so yeah. cool. My dad's an accountant called John Smith. That's kind of great. <laughs> I love that. He's not going online anytime soon. No. He doesn't need to. No. no. He's done his bit. He's done his bit for society. He's done his bit. You imagine someone trying to follow. They'd think he was a catfish, wouldn't they? Yeah, I'm Account, called if, John Smith. If he wrote to me and said HMRC are gonna, you know, you're being audited, I would assume it was spam. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly that. Um, see, we're learning so much about each other. Right, actually, thinking about it now, was it was it passive aggressive or was it aggressive aggressive? Because she literally catwalked. Down that, and went. But I also they kind are, of understood what she said in that she said it was a shady question and I gave a shady answer. It's designed to to stir yeah. things up. But I think if that was true, then she should have rang Dorit and PK afterwards and said, "Look, I said this. Obviously, I'm joking, and I'll make sure everyone else says." Oh, or she could have posted a picture of herself with them saying, "Was only joking at BravoCon. These two are the best." A hundred percent. And when she looked at Dorit, I found that very interesting. And she said, "Is your marriage strong?" Yeah. You couldn't read her. Now, I don't know whether it's the Botox or the lack of actual human emotion. I also think that when she tries to act, it's really uncomfortable. She yeah. does a lot of the... Do you remember last season when um, she had to give up her Lamborghini or whatever it was and was driving a brand new Range Rover, which yeah. was obviously a huge fall from grace? And she actually said to them, Dorit, look at my life. 
with like a single tear falling yeah. down her cheek because she had to drive a brand new Range Rover. And when she acts, it's very uncomfortable. A hundred percent. It's very forced. And I can't quite tell if she's going for wicked or if she's going for stoic or like... What is that? What is that? Because part of me, because I I want to give it... Because she is so incredible as a person. She's fascinating. Yeah. Part of me wants to believe that she's got this very brittle exterior... And there is some emotion under there, but I ain't sure. I think there is. I think we've seen it in time. When she cried with Tom when she was going to New York yeah. to do Chicago, and she cried when she went to visit her mum that time and went to her grand's grave and stuff. I, th- I think there's stuff there, but I think anything that exposes her, yeah, there's just a total wall up, mm-hmm. which is kind of irritating. Mm-hmm. So where did we go next? Well, I just remember the the eagle woman introducing herself as a doctor of the soul and I literally went to fast forward and then I was like I can't because we're doing a podcast I know <laughs> I was, I was like, get, yeah yeah I yeah, yeah. Watch it all now. yeah 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 um but yeah um Dorit calling out Erica for being on a Zempic what do we think of that oh a do, we, do we think they're all on a Zempic I th- oh, you know what I, or hormones hormones in, in in quotes and also Kyle I've given up drinking. Like I gave up drinking about five years ago because I get migraines and I'm still the same size. I know mm. she's working out like mad and everything, but both of them at that age as well. I've heart tougher at that age it's to tough, get that I skinny. I can tell you. Yeah, they have both significantly lost the weight. A Zempic. I mean, it's massive over here now. Yeah, it is huge. What do you think about the whole Zempic trend? I just, I think if you... Would you do it? No, I wouldn't do it. I'm not. There's nothing that I couldn't change about my body with by eating sensibly and moving more. And if, if, if you're really, if you're morbidly obese and your health is affected and you really can't lose weight and your metabolism is screwed up and stuff like that, then that's your business. Because it's designed for people with diabetes. diabetes. And isn't there a problem now? For people in Britain, there's a shortage. There's a shortage because yeah. the, everyone's getting it online, mm-hmm. and and now did, isn't there a thing as well that people are selling it as a Zempic and it's not a Zempic? Yes, they're just sending you vials of yeah. snake oil. If and you a couple go to of your GP and your GP says you shouldn't take this, don't go and buy it online. No. <laughs> and doesn't it give you the runs? It gives you everything, I think, and it gives you a really kind of hollow face. Which you can kind of see on Erica, I think. Oh my god! That could just be weight loss, but there's it's called a zemtic face. They isn't do it? a thing at this clinic in Hebden Bridge called Fat Dissolver. Okay. Where you inject your tummy with, or you can inject bits of yourself with. Um, it's like a natural thing that's meant to dissolve it's just like donald black donald trump's bleach will cure covid (laughs) no it's like a real thing like a fat dissolver i'm tempted to have it (laughs) all right yeah i mean to be honest we all like a quick fix don't we i I, I would like a quick fix i mean if i could go into a clinic and walk out and a week later look a lot better I know, I I know i know i know like so with a zempic it's like this wasn't made for you you don't quite look natural with the way you've lost the weight and everything. I know. And yeah, I just the side effects, the risk. I just I'm too much of a pussy. I know. I but I would love a quick fix. But how so old so, are so you? let me know about the fat dissolver. How old are you? I'm thirty eight. So you're thirty eight and I'm fifty two. Are you? Yeah. You're as my father would say, you're very well preserved. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm at the age now. Where all the things that I thought, and this is no disrespect, but all the things that I thought when I was like in my thirties, mm. my my mind is is being bent. Oh, I was always completely against Botox, and now I'm like, I've had Botox. I think I might get it, but I the haven't re- had it yet. But I think I'm. I think I will. I, the reason I have Botox, full disclosure, is that I got. So migraine, so one of the things that is... Oh, it's supposed to be good for that, yeah. It's supposed to be good for migraine. So when I found that out, I was like, well, you know, 
if I have to have it, <laughs> I was like, I have to have if it. I have yeah. to have it, I suppose. So this so is a my, medical choice. <laughs> yeah. So my GP said to me, he said, Nina, I have it. Just try it. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay then. I also have I'll a lot of friends it. who've had it done and they look great. They don't, I've only, they don't look plastic I've only had it once. I've like yeah. had it once and I've had it on my forehead. How did you And find I've had it? it on my, my, my joints. Joints? I've had it in my jaw. Yeah. Stop me. Tens them. I don't know. I don't think I look any different. Also, I've got a fringe. That's true. Like this is the first but, time I'm seeing your forehead now. But <laughs> can I can I right for the benefit of listeners? I'm trying to frown. Am I frowning? It's it's pretty I'm smooth. flaring my nose. Pretty smooth. I yeah, feel like when I'm, I'm trying to frown, I'm like in the flaring. Nose. It's like it's all getting channeled down to the nose. Yeah, I feel like I'm. You do look cross. <laughs> <laughs> just not a distinct frown but yeah no I'm not I'm not I, I, I always think with anything cosmetic it's it's your choice really isn't it it's you're, like you're feminism it's like stuff, feminist feminism light now isn't it you're allowed to do those yeah. things we encourage that now we encourage that now so yeah I'm not but I, I, I think it's kind of sad when you see some people including housewives where it's like there's obviously a bit of addiction gone on that I can't quite stop tweaking and yeah. you start to look like and there was another housewife in real housewives of new jersey who who admitted that she'd gone on the azempic and she's got a eating disorder shit and she got into real trouble with it yeah so i think if you are on that spectrum probably kyle's had an eating disorder before so i do think like i've quit drinking before and i did lose quite a bit of weight and um yeah it could be the weight loss it could be the stress if things aren't good with Mauricio it, she is obviously working out loads and stuff but she doesn't seem very happy does she no and you can lose weight when you're stressed and unhappy and stuff speaking but of Erica which, looks like a different person yeah speaking of which can we get into my favorite favorite episode um scene of the entire episode which was which was Erica with the counsellor. Oh my god! <laughs> is, how do I? How do I become Erica, a better friend? Well, you need to. You need to show support for what they're going through. How do I do that? Well, you show empathy for what they're going through. Yeah, but where does that come from? <laughs> <laughs> that was really, and it almost is felt Erica a psychopath. It Please. almost felt fake. It almost felt like she was trying to play this kind of. It's not me. It's I'm just built in a way that. I come across as as bitchy. I don't even know what I'm doing. It's like you you know how to show empathy. We've seen her show empathy. Do you think it was not an for act? the victims? Do you think but... it was a, Do you think it was an act then? I, yeah, because I was like, oh my god, she's a psychopath. She's an actual psychopath. I even think if you if you or a sociopath. I think if you don't feel empathy, you fake empathy. I think to just literally be like, I think she wants us to think like, oh, like she's, yeah, you know, she's got something wrong with her. You know her. what? You're absolutely right. Because I just read Confessions of a Sociopath. Brilliant book, if anyone wants to read it. Um, and if you are a sociopath, you have a superficial charm and you know how to mimic yeah. being charming. Yeah. And you employ that charm to get what you want. So for her to do the act, I think you're right. I think you've got it. I think she's. I think this is the defense yeah. for last year's season of being utterly vicious, and for the not showing any compassion for the uh, victims of her husband's yes. fraud and stuff. Is that it's like well, I I just I have something wrong with me that I can't. You know, I look like I don't. I'm not empathetic. Yeah, this... difficulty showing it, and it's like we've seen you show empathy plenty of times. Mm-hmm. And even if 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 you were really frightened, you didn't have it. So you'd be so this pretending. is a, so this is a sociopathy defense. I think so. Narcissist defense. Do you, do you think she's a narcissist? Yeah. Do you? I think so. From you sound like you have narcissistic um, experience. I do. Who with name and shame. I'm not going to name and shame because I'm a lady, but um, yeah, certain uh, my mother, friends. My mother's I, a narcissist. Is she? Yeah. Is she like diagnosed? Narcissist. <laughs> You're like, yes, by me. <laughs> yeah, of course, by TikTok. Narcissists <laughs> don't tend to get themselves diagnosed, do they? Because, well, no, they don't. Because they're they, happy with their situation. That's why I think the Erica thing seems weird. Yeah. Because she, why would she be owning up to all these 
Yeah. I don't know. I think it's weird. Narcissistic people tend to be happy and don't see that they have a problem. Yes. But narcissistic behavior, I think I'm pretty hot on. I think I know. I, I'm pretty good now, yeah. Yeah. I, you, I had, do you want a really good example? Yeah, give me this a great... Is kind, this is kind of sad, but it's also funny. Yeah, go on. So my mother died last year. Oh, and, gosh. Uh, I'm so sorry. Thanks. And um, it wasn't your fault. Uh, it wasn't all your fault. And, no. Um, but my, I was registering her death in the town where my best friend lives. Yeah. Best friend of 27 years. And I said, look, is there any way, you know, I'm going to be on my own. Is there any way we could just meet for a drink afterwards, just one drink before I go back and see my dad and stuff? Yeah. My best friend said, oh, honey, I would love to, but my boyfriend's friends are coming over for burgers. What? <laughs> so that was the end of that friendship. <laughs> 27 years? 27 years. Oof. So, yeah, like... But you got you 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 just you have to identify it and go nope and and move on. That's harder to do when it's your mother. Yeah, she won't go away. Um, Hi, Nina's mum. If you're listening, by the way, <laughs> she won't be able to you find this. Fun. She won't be able to find this. <laughs> no, my mum's hilarious with it. She's got like I've got to the point where because we do have a relationship, but and I do love her. She she's just incapable. She just doesn't. She she just finds it hard to. Yeah, everything's about her. Yeah. Like all conversations lead back. So it doesn't matter. And there's this, no accountability and no. there's no responsibility. And I think it's sort of how I've ended up in this job because it's like, hello, look at me. I'm dancing. Yeah. But hello, she's still. I'm here. I'm here. I yeah. exist. But she can't. So even if I tell her something, she's like, that you've done well or you're doing. Mm -hmm. She just can't. She can't acknowledge it. Can't bring herself. No. 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 I think Erica's a little bit like that. I think a lot of the housewives are. Yeah, probably. Do you have to be a narcissist to be on it? Speaking of which, I'm not sure you do because just as a side note, where was Crystal this episode? Right. The invisible Crystal. Well, we've got to wait until somebody calls her young and upsets her. Yeah. And then she'll come out of her shell again. Because <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. all she does is yeah. get annoyed yeah. when she's called yeah. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's got a strong personality, Crystal. It's just, I'm wondering... But it comes out about things that don't matter. yeah. Her fights are literally like, what are we fighting about? And I'm sorry to use this expression, but there's something so snowflakey about her where it's... She is snowflakey, yeah. She's that you just like, come on, Crystal, nobody's bothered. And she kind of hijacks things. Like, we're talking about something else. She's like, well, last season, this happened to me and you guys didn't care. Yeah. Like, nobody cared then. They definitely don't care now. Yeah. Move on, babe. Also, slightly circling back, Kyle had a weird reaction in the circle, didn't she, about... When nobody came to hug her on the reunion. Yeah. That was weird. It was like, Kyle, you, you shouldn't be angry with them. Be angry with Kathy. I also really liked how she said she was really disappointed in them all, but particularly Dorit and Sutton, because they weren't standing up for Kathy. Yeah. And then she goes on to say that, like, Kathy just Kathy, slagged them all she, off. But she goes on to say how much she herself, as Kathy's sister, when she phones, she goes into panic. Yeah. Because she will just shout at her down the phone and blah, blah. So she kind of threw Kathy to the lions. Absolutely. Right after saying Absolutely. it was outrageous that nobody stood up for Kathy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So were you just kind of making your own point? Yeah, Crystal's become invisible. Speak on that, I was that just put me in mind of another scene that I was really interested in. But maybe um, we have to cover Garcelle. Where is Garcelle? Well, she thought she was going to do one of those cool mum bonding with her son's thing. <laughs> this, like, this... look how cool I am, just taking my kids to the beach, checking in with them, going to just, you know, that's the kind of mum I am. And they were like, you've never been there for us. It's too late now. We want to go and live with dad. You see, <laughs> like... this scene hurt me because I've got a... I've got a daughter and a son who are... Oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't just got I'm them. I'm learning all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they are 23 and 24. And that kind of behaviour yeah. where they're just blunt. Yeah. I mean, my daughter, she's amazing, but she's an absolute straight talker. And if you had a camera on her, mm -hmm. she, she'd be like that. Yeah. And it's just wounding. It's also kind of interesting because all Garcelle's ever talked about is being there for her family and her boys and blah, blah, blah. And then... Like one of the sons is like, yeah, but I could I could have done with this for two years ago. You weren't there, rookie and it's era. Like, wow, rookie era. That child's not daft. Yeah, he knows the camera's on. It's Even like when he took her out to buy him like eight hundred dollars sneakers or something. Like this child will call your bluff. Yeah, 
that's the, that's the child that you don't take out in company. No. Take the other one, take the compliant child hmm. that will sit and behave and tell everybody, tell all the adults what they want to hear and that, that child will do you proud. Yeah. Do not take the other one. Not the one with the personality, Garcelle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not the one with three forks. Yeah, like... don't, do, don't take that child. No. Mistake. And from what we can see for the trailer could, for the next episode. See, you can see the clip. Yeah. Like the moment in her head where she thought this was a mistake. Yeah. She was bravo, bravo, bravo. <laughs> bravo, bravo, Panicking. bravo. I've brought the wrong child. <laughs> that child is getting a hiding when he gets home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because she's, she's a tough mum, isn't she? She is a tough mum. I think she's a good mum. They seem really nice boys. I like Garcelle because I think Garcelle is a little bit like, um, she's a little bit like who would talk at Bethany. In that she's a truth teller. Mm. You always need a truth teller in in the cast. And she'll also she's she, it's not that she's not loyal, but even if one of her friends, one of her allies, does something bad, she'll call them out. And she's quite forgiving. Yeah, but she never has her own storyline. That's what bothers me. She always kind of dances between the raindrops. She's never the main event. That's she's so a true. supporting role. She's a caller outer. Yeah, isn't she? But she always plays a supporting role. There's no scandal with Garcelle. You never look at Garcelle and think something big's going to go off in Garcelle's life. No, there's no, there's no outrage. She's there, but she's a very useful person to call out the Rinners and the Ericas and the. And she's and still else. on Erica, isn't she? she she's not going to let up on Erica. Never forgiven her. And I think her. she's going to. She'll probably come for Kyle as well. This she'll season. come for Kyle. She'll come for Erica. And the other character who we have is um, Sutton. Yeah. What does Sutton do? She owns a shop called Sutton. (laughs) (laughs) And there was I liked when she talked about the importance. She was like, the importance of financial independence, the importance of making your own money, as she talked about the shop that she bought with her... With her spousal spousal support. (laughs) I was like, good luck to her. It's great that she I know, has a business. You're not Jermaine Greer, though, are you? Well, but yeah, you're not in the trenches. Like, I know. It's like with that. I just mul- want my husband to see what I've done on my own with his money. Multi million <laughs> pounds. I mean, I understand that that she started off with the job and then she ended up as the, uh, you know, as the housewife, the yes. actual housewife. Yeah. So she does deserve half the money and got all that. Yeah. But uh, come on. You, it's not like you split up, ended up with nothing, and then had to build it Clawed back up. Clawed yourself up from, yeah. the, from the ground up. Yeah, had and also the job, fact that you're trying you know. to still make a point to him. He's gone. He's dead. He Leave does, it. Honey, he does not care. He has not given monkeys. He no. does not care. If anything, it will just remind him of how much money he had to give you. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that. And the most cringe... And she's bought a horse. Is that going to be her storyline? Yeah, she's are bought we gonna, a horse. Are we going to watch Sutton fall in love with a Dutch horse? <laughs> because I do not... <laughs> Uh, look, there's not a lot going on in my life, but I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I also do not have time for the most cringe story of her sticking sweets in her ears and what 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 fun they had with her mate when oh, they yeah. realised she stuck sweets in her ears. It's one of those stories that your mum tells <sighs> yeah. that you kind of go, Mum, this might I'm have like, been... Why hasn't this been edited out? Yeah, this might have been funny at the time, but nobody's nobody's interested. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that you were pissed on a plane the, the sticking sweets in your ears. The most fun part of Sutton was, you know, the entering in everything was couture outfits, everything was over the top. Yeah. The stiff Southern manners, the absolute kind of inability to integrate I with think, these California women. I feel women. like she's running out of road. I think she's in, she's integrated too much. She's, she's gone Californian now. Mm. And she is a housewife. She's one of the women. She's very glossy. She's She dresses a lot more, more you know, California yeah. style like the rest yeah. of them now, whereas she, she was very kooky and quirky. So I hope we see a bit more of that. I t- hope we see I, more she, of that. I really, really liked her when she first came. She was a breath of fresh air. She was, but I don't know whether there's much road re- left for it now. I think with Garcelle there is because they fill the function of calling other people out. Yeah, that's true. And we need that as audience members because otherwise we're just screaming at the TV. Yeah, this is true. Or like, in my okay. case, screaming at my 84-year-old father going, can you believe these women? And he's like, please let me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to... Kyle with um because I'm not, how long have we been talking now? This is our first episode, everyone. So I remember when we when did we start? So, so sorry if we've gone on forever, but let's get on with the episode with um what is I think going to be the storyline of the season? 
Kyle and Mauricio. Oh, are you sad? The idea of them splitting? Nobody wants to see a family split up. I don't. So you're think. not. <laughs> Nobody wants to see a family split up for your entertainment. Um, but that I found that scene really uncomfortable. The scene with the tattoos. Yeah. Yeah, I felt like it was like a dad and his daughter. It was. It was the way he kept calling her love bean. Like, I could feel my ovaries what? shriveling every time he said love beans. Yeah, it was drying me up. Yeah, it was vile. And it then, was vile. And, and then when she said, I, I'm, I'll get as many tattoos as I want, he said, I won't allow that. I was like, this isn't your kid. And the way he said love bean, that was he said it with an edge. Love bean. Yeah, he... Love bean, brother, 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 love bean. He looks like he's been on the Azempic as well. No, it's his teeth. What's, what's happened to his teeth? He's Is got she... these new veneers but and he they're also whiter looks than the bit, sun. He looks like, a, little, a little bit like Sutton's horse. Yeah. What was the horse called? I don't know. I don't think it matters. <laughs> I don't know, but he's looking he, a little but bit there was weird. A great, there were two great moments. One was a clip from something coming up and one was in the tattoo scene where she said something each time that just deflated him and you saw all the air come out of his tires. Yeah. Because when she said... Uh, I'm glad I'm the affair having I'm having the one having the affair this time instead of you. And he goes, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and she did it again. How do you not tell your husband you got a tattoo? And how do you not notice your wife has a tattoo? Yeah. One of the reasons I've never got a tattoo is my mum would would have spotted that. Yeah. And I would have to handle that for like Yeah. But your partner, your lover, like, how are you hiding a tattoo? I know. So and they're obviously living kind of they're very living separate, separate lives. lives. Also, that, you know, very telling when she said he's just getting on my nerves when he breathes, basically. And his plan making. Coachella, Portugal for spring break. Yeah. You know, the the golf. Golf's always a bad sign, isn't it? Golf's a bad when, sign. When, you, when your man starts golfing a lot. Yeah. Like. They're also a prick. Yeah. I agree. It's a sport for it's a sport for idiots. It's a very exclusive, expensive sport. It's a sport for we were talking that about. Like we, I was talking moving. about this in the dressing room last night. Like, yeah. there's no reason why male and female golf should have ever been separate. Like, there's no there's no physical reason why a man can swing a golf club better than not? a woman with shoulders and stuff. <laughs> you can't go a bit further. May not shift it a bit further. I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. Maybe. I don't think there's any physical difference between... Also, because there's a handicap involved, so you can adjust your handicap, can't you? Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, so there's no physical reason. No. It's to do with... It's also where, like, deals get done and it's, it's power and control. It's a boys' and, club. Yeah. You, they don't even... Have, they, they only started introducing female toilets about 10 years ago. It's very much, I'm going golfing with the boys, so it's you, can't, boys. you can't say You're anything because it's golf. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas actually, if, if you totally. just say I'm going to the pub with my boys. It's the same like, as me saying I'm going to watch Real Housewives. You're not included. No. And it's sad and unacceptable. Yeah. <laughs> so I've gone off him a bit. Oh, Mauricio? Mm. I think we all have. I, I am not. And okay, so. I think she kind of came across a bit spoiled bratty though. Like, if he was playing the dad role, she was very much playing the child role, wasn't she? Yeah, they were definitely... Like, get off the phone! I want to talk to you! They were definitely leaning into it, weren't yeah. they? And then, I'll get as many tattoos as I want. It's like, get tattoos because you want tattoos, Carl. Don't get tattoos to piss off your husband. Yeah, 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 that could go wrong. <laughs> like, it just looks like she... And, and she even said herself that she's tired of answering to people. She's been answering to her sister, she's been answering to her family. And she's obviously reached a point which some might call a midlife crisis, where yeah. she just wants to think about herself. Yeah. And it's kind of fair enough. But... And I feel like that's definitely going to be the theme of the season. Yes. What is in the air, and I was really picking that up, is that these older women now who are independently wealthy are kind of having enough. And yeah. I, I kind of, like, that resonates. There's rumours of Dorit and, and PK being upset. Yeah. And you think, well, Dorit needed PK before, but now she doesn't. She's yeah. independently known and wealthy. She could have a life without him. And I think this is the curse of the housewives. Yeah. That's what they call it. Yeah. That these marriages do not survive because through the publicity and the money they get from it, they don't need their rich husbands anymore. They don't need their rich husbands, and here they are, stepping out on their own. And a lot of those husbands are just walking wallets. Yeah. There's not a lot of personality going on there. No. Some of them, I, I don't I know. I mean, you look Who's at... your favourite house, house husband? 
PK looks like he needs a... He looks like the kind of man that you go out with him and you're constantly going, will you wipe your mouth? <laughs> you've got you've got shit on your shirt. He's the kind of person that eats spaghetti and has a little red sauce yeah. in the corner of the mouth like, for like 24 hours you, afterwards. You're constantly going, you've got stuff down your sauce. shirt. He also gets bitchy quick, doesn't he? He oh, really he enjoys bitching. He enjoys, like, Jareep bitchy. tells him a story. He doesn't go, well, mate, he doesn't try and play... Like, calm it down. He's like, well, she's bipolar or something. Yeah, Mauricio like, nice. has come out in the last couple of years, I think, as being quite narcissistic himself. Yeah, he didn't used to be. That's an effect of the show. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's made him unpalatable. He's got his own... I used to quite like Ken. Oh, we all like Ken because Ken was Ken's job was to support Ken's Lisa and hold the dog. Ken's job is to hold a dog. Yeah. Who doesn't like a man? Preferably that... that's wearing matching clothing to him. <laughs> Ken's lovely. I love Ken. And when Carl came round, and I was team and founder pump all the way, when Carl came round to basically call Lisa a liar, Ken yeah. did stand up for her. Yeah. He would he would stand up for Lisa. He and, he, very, and he stood up for Brandy. He's very loyal. He loves a dog in an outfit. But he's got a backbone. Yeah. And he's he's interesting. And a little swing he made, Lisa. Yeah. Like, he's lovely. Like and they. Oh, I hope he's okay. Let's send him something. Yeah, let's send him something. He's like they'll be together forever. I, they are the couple that survived Housewives and beyond, and they still have their own Vanderpump Rules and seem really happy together. Yeah, and I don't think there's anyone else in the franchise that's got a husband that I can think of. Crystal's husband is he's a producer, isn't he? He's a TV yeah. producer well, or something. But she's new in the franchise. So we'll see. We'll see. She won't last too, the distance. She won't. I think this is her last season. I'm think, kind of surprised she I came think back, to be honest. Denise Richards, if, if she can be stable enough. Yeah. Well, and what is it with this franchise or with these women as well? And I'm not sure if it's not got a kind of slightly homophobic overtone where the, the gossip has got to be all around, do they have a secret lesbian affair? It's like they make a lot of that, don't they? Well, it's what huge did you think at the, the moment. The Denise and Brandy thing. I, I, you know, it's like if they Brandy did... shouldn't have brought it up on camera. Yeah, but I get why she maybe felt she should before it got out another way, and she was called a homewrecker because that's a sore spot for her. But the way Teddy then told Denise at a table with all of them when they're yeah. in, they're in Rome, thousands yeah, yeah, of miles yeah, yeah, from yeah, home, yeah, yeah. thousands of miles from her husband. Why didn't Teddy go to her and go, look, this has been said about you. Yeah. I don't I don't know if you want to address it with everyone, but this has been but said it was and it's massively sensationalized. Yeah. And Rinna and people that had no skin in the game yeah. really clomped onto it and would not let it go. Oh, it's about being honest. Just own it. Just own it. So one of my favorite clips of Housewives ever is when Lisa Rinna is asked by Kyle, did you say my sister was close to death? Yeah. And her head goes up like a meerkat. She's yeah. like, and you just know, she's not thinking, did I say that? She's thinking, did I say that on camera? Yeah. And she denies it, denies it, denies it. Yeah. Then realizes it was on camera and goes, you know, I think I said it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know exactly. And the thing is, I got, I, I, by the end of it, I was really just like, she was two-dimensional bully. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She had to go. But yeah. at the same time, she was great value. Yeah, she was. She was a real And I don't maker. think there's anyone on that cast now that can really fill her shoes. I think, I think Erica, Erica will, will Erica. try and carry it on her own. Yeah. Which will be interesting. Erica is our super, super bitch, I think. Um, and... The Kyle thing, of course, what's in the news at the moment is that she's had an affair with... Morgan Wade, Morgan allegedly. Wade, which allegedly. they deny. Now, I... First of all, it's her business, who she's with. Um, but let's discuss it um, in a public setting. Um, but if I was being accused of having an affair with someone and my kids were reading about this and my husband was reading about this and fans were sensationalising it and stuff, I don't think I'd be... I don't think I'd go everywhere that person went, even if she's my best friend. I don't think I'd get her initials tattooed on me, which they've done. They've tattooed each other's initials on them. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't think I would, you know, go to every concert, post pictures, yeah. be in her music video as her secret lover, sending it up. Well, they've described that as, well, they were talking about us anyway, so I yeah, we I thought we'd give them something to talk about. It was very, very neat, but then... Don't then turn around and go, why won't people stop talking about us? It's like you yeah, soak yeah, the you fire can't have it every, both ways. every couple of days. There's a new picture of them and there's more gossip coming out. Or there's a new revelation. Yeah. 
And it's like, well, people, you know, you could have a quiet off the radar friendship together if you wanted to, but you're enjoying this, which mm. is fine. You're promoting the show. She's promoting her music. Mm. But do you think that, do you think there's something going on? I mean, there could be. I um, think if there was, she'd be more quiet about it. Yeah, it feels, it feels like she wouldn't a, want to be seen as a cheater. It feels like a PR stunt to me. It feels like a PR stunt. And I think if she was actually in a relationship so close after the, the Mo thing, I don't think that she would be doing it this publicly. No. Because she wouldn't want to be seen as the bad guy. And Mauricio, he is now in a, he's now said to be, seeing his dancing with the stars they've been seen together holding Partner. hands and carl was very upset and deleted her post mm -hmm. of support for him and stuff and you think well you're holding hands with a woman why can't yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> so almost that would that would suggest that he knows that that is a publicity stunt and two can play that game yeah 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 uh so that's obviously going to be i think that's our main storyline that's going to be the main storyline which could be interesting there'll probably be a few revelations I perhaps think... at the reunion she will announce a relationship with morgan mm -hmm. who knows what are the i mean sutton's got her horse kill me now yeah that's gonna be my I, and that's and i be can't speed through forward. it because we're doing no we can't we're doing a podcast now I know. sorry we might people. miss we might miss something big about the horse's traumatic yeah, past or yeah. something it can pull a carriage you know <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> i know i know i know that scene's coming <laughs> Oh, Jesus, kill me. Um, Garcelle's going to be worried she's not a good mother and instead of yeah. spending more time with her kids is going to spend more time with her friends worrying that she's not a good mother. Um, Dorit and PK. <sighs> Let's see what happens there. Because they, didn't you say something's come out in the news, living separate lives? They've denied it. Yeah. But they have said they've had some challenging years mm -hmm. and they don't want to separate, but that they are working, committed as a family to working yeah. through... So there've obviously been some issues there, so that'll come out. There was an interesting bit in the in the in the coming up clip where um, PK said there's an element of P there's certain elements of PTSD that he finds obnoxious. Yeah, and I cannot wait to find out what they are. That, you know what? <laughs> that better be about what happened to her and not about somebody else's behaviour because Bravo sometimes no, have the, some so the way editing. the clip looked, it looked like she was saying, you have to understand I'm like this because of my PTSD. And okay. he said, I do understand the PTSD, okay. but there's some parts that I find obnoxious. Yeah. So is she blaming bad behaviour on PTSD or is he not getting the PTSD? Yeah, okay. So that'll be kind of fun, I think. I mean, and that would put These a lot of pressure. These poor people's lives, and I'm like, this will be fun. <laughs> this will be fun. <laughs> That's what it's They look like they're going to be miserable and scarred. That'll be good. Um, and meanwhile, in the rest of Bravo-verse, if anybody's interested, Sydney has started. Mm -hmm. um, series 2 Sydney. If you've not watched it, it's like going back in time to okay. a much more naive... They they have the taglines. Because mm. have you noticed Beverly Hills has dispensed with taglines? Oh, it's got taglines. I didn't hear the taglines. Erica's... Ta I remember Erica's was... Um, uh, the best part about losing it all is getting it oh, all yes. back. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, they did. Although, although that's... I, d I must have, like, it must have jumped when I was watching it because I didn't hear I didn't hear it. Sometimes it can skip them. Well, I yeah. must have skipped them. Skip so them. it's very, very, like, these women are ultra um, rich, but they don't have the same swagger. No. It is like going back 10 years. Have a look at it, though. I kind of like that about the first ever season of New York. Yeah. Is that they were kind of like, Bethany was just trying to make it as a businesswoman. Yeah. Jill and Ramona were just gen... And they were housewives. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now they're, they're you know, celebrities, really. So it's worth a look. I mean, I would be watching it because I've watched them all and I have to, have to keep up. And also, what I'm loving at the moment, if anybody's watching that is um down under down under not seen it yeah so okay. um the sailing yacht not sailing yacht the the one that's based in mediterranean below deck below deck yeah. yes what am i talking about i'm losing it now <laughs> talking to, so like, below deck if you've not watched below deck and it's with sandy this time Oh, yeah. Captain, Captain Sandy. Sandy. Captain Sandy's back and it's absolutely brilliant and that's kicking off wildly. Okay. So I would I would I'll definitely get on that. Yeah, I would definitely good. get on that. Miami's coming back first of November. Miami is back. That's first gonna November. be double billing with yeah. Beverly Hills. That's a lot of 
yeah. attitude for one night. Yeah, I might have yeah, to break yeah, them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very exciting. I can't That's believe exciting. we did. Have we done our first episode? I think we have. If We've you covered have it. any, you can follow us on all the socials. At yeah. Real Housewives Guilty Secret Fan Club. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, ask us questions or give us topics to cover um, with our hashtag Housewives Guilty Secret. You can do come and say hi. Join in with us. We're desperate to to make friends. If that hasn't been clear, Naomi and I know little to nothing about each other. So if there is a question that you would like either of us to pose to each other, yes, Andy style, then please do. Um, message us your question and we will ask yeah. each other so that we can get into each other's deepest darkest corners okay yes. we'll get to know you as we get to know each other yeah and it will you. be a beautiful vacuous journey this has been the real housewives guilty secret fan club thank you so much for joining us see you next time see you next time this podcast was brought to you by Nina Gilligan and Naomi Cooper, edited and produced by Frog and Bucket, with the music Spoilt Brat by Ruth.